Big talk conversations, everybody with it. Podcast every week, I know you see the vision. Not stress, baby. What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of Big Talk with Leezy with your host, Leezy the Gifted. Episode 62. Damn, man. Think about that real quick, y'all. 62 weeks in a row. You know, the purpose of this podcast was or is for me to jumpstart conversations in your life. You know, obviously, I want to bring value to you by giving you concepts that might help your life, but I also want to jumpstart the conversations you have with other people in your life. So, because the way that I got the idea for this podcast was through the conversations that I would have with my closest friends. And it's funny, I'm actually looking at a picture of those friends right now uh, from a few years back. We just used to have great conversations. uh, And they shaped who I am today. I mean, they kind of helped lay the foundation for who I am today. And I was like, man, if we recorded these conversations, it would be audio gold. And, you know, I can't, I don't get people in the podcast to interview enough. Like I should obviously, I think I should be interviewing people more often, but I can't sync up with everybody and I want to do it once a week. I don't want to let interviewing people stop me from going. I just want to go once a week. So I put things out once a week, but you know, I do want to interview more people because they're fun and way easier to put content together when somebody else is doing half the talking. So if you guys have any suggestions of people that I should interview or where I should look for people to interview, uh, you know, do me a favor and let me know. Shoot me a DM, send me a text. And of course, you know, something else that really, really helps is if you go on, you know, I'm, I think 90% of the people who listen to this podcast are on the uh, iTunes app that's on your iPhone. And of course, you can leave a rating and a review, and it would be awesome if you could leave a rating and review. It would really, really, really mean a lot to me uh, because that helps the podcast grow. It helps it rank in such and such. So if you could just do that, that would be amazing. Um, and the other thing too, I have one – well, actually, I'm not going to announce this yet. It's an announcement probably more for next week or the week after, but something definitely very exciting is coming, uh, and I can't wait to show you guys and share with you. So you know, it's something that – you know, the team and I obviously have been working on a lot. It's gifted by choice related. So I'm looking forward to talking to you about that. All right. So what's the topic of today? So, you know, I was thinking, I just put out a song and the song is called Real Boss. I put that out on September 13th, Friday the 13th, which I didn't mean to do. Um, but I, I didn't mean it to be on a Friday the 13th, but I did, whatever. So Anyway, a few people were telling me, hey, you know, I like this song, which I very much appreciate when somebody, even one person just says, hey, good song. Like, I appreciate that a lot. And so to get multiple people to tell me it really, like, it's humbling. Like, it really means a lot to me. But, but you know, I, I realized that, like, in particular, I felt like there was pieces of that song in particular, the second verse that went overlooked, honestly. And I kind of want to talk about it. Like, I want to talk about what the second verse meant because I've shared what it meant to other people. And they're like, you should make a podcast out of that. I was just talking to my brother, Keith Datu, and he was like, dude, like, I just explained the second verse to him and I was going off 
And he's like, dude, you are preaching. Like, you should make that your next podcast. And I was like, oh, that's a hell of a good idea. So anyway, uh, I'm going to break down the lyrics of only the second verse of my song, Real Boss. So let's see, where were we? Uh, so I'll just literally read through basically what the whole verse is, but... Um, it starts, ambitions of a beast, mission to a feast, mission to a bag, don't believe in humble brag, flex in the pick, but you won't take off the tag, or no, flex in the pick, but still got the tag, um, and that's supposed to mean like, you're going to return it, so you just bought it to flex in a pick, burn a jersey like you'd burn a flag, burn a jersey like you'd burn a flag, you know, like when LeBron James left Cleveland, Cleveland fans freaking burned his jersey, um, and I meant like a flag because what it feels like to me is we idolize athletes in particular, not just athletes, but we're just going to talk athletes. We idolize athletes more than we friggin' idolize the, the American flag, for example. Like we care more. We, we feel like we want to represent these athletes more than we, for example, want to represent our country or represent something that doesn't have to be our country, but just represent something that you take more pride in. Like, you had nothing to do with that athlete. So I don't really get why we're so obsessed. I mean, I get it because I used to be that way too. But to burn someone's jersey, I just feel like, why would you burn the jersey? Like, wouldn't you just keep it? Like, I don't know. Like, they would feel like someone felt so emotionally hurt that they felt like they wanted to burn the jersey. I don't know. So, anyway, burn a jersey like you'd burn a flag. And it's, by the way, this verse is like about, like, the verse is about cultural issues that we have. So like, that's just like the first one, burn a Jersey. Like you'd burn a flag, believe in them. Don't believe in friends. If I filmed your life, you'd want a different lens. Pretty self-explanatory, but you know, to dive deeper, I think a lot of people want to support these athletes and these rappers that they don't even know, but they're not willing to support their friends. I've, I've actually talked about that on a podcast, but like they're not willing to support their homies who's putting out music or their friends putting out clothes or their friends that are starting their uh, fitness business or, you know, their friend that's writing a book. But they're, they'll go support someone they don't even know. So believe in them. Don't believe in friends. If I filmed your life, you'd want a different lens. Want to show your nails, but you show the bends. That's kind of like illustrating like I've seen this before. Like imagine a girl showing off her brand new nails on her steering wheel and she's making it look like she's showing off her new nails. But really she's trying to show off that she's driving a Mercedes, which is probably rented by the way, but neither here nor there. Want to show your nails, but you show the bends. Want to be yourself, but you follow trends, right? So it goes, uh, so the whole thing, believe in them, don't believe in friends. If I filmed your life, you'd want a different lens. Want to show your nails, but you show the bends. Want to be yourself, you follow trends, right? Hold up, this gets deep. The prey of the world putting people to sleep. Counting these bodies like counting the sheep. The moms of the world want their children to keep. That whole thing is addressing the mass shootings that our country has been going through a lot of the times like what you'll see if you really study the the cases like the people who commit those mass shootings like for one uh, there's two that i have in mind um one of them was the guy who did the mass shooting in isla vista in santa barbara they he the guy put out a video or i don't know if he, yeah no he did he put out a video before he did the shooting and it was really creepy but i watched it it was just him talking about how like people reject him and girls reject him and people don't like him. And, you know, he was like, had this really weird, like chuckle, like I'm going to get you guys back for not accepting me into your social life. And he killed everybody. I killed a bunch of people. And the guy, 
um, who did the shooting in the Batman movie years ago. Um, if you look, I don't really remember that one as much, but the guy was a weak, they're weak people. They're people who are weak. And if you look at people um, who commit rape, for example, usually rapists are people who, who, who commit that crime on people who are weaker than them. It's, it's a power play. It's not, they're net like, they're not going to do it to someone if they hold a gun to their head, right? Or they're not going to do it, not, not a gun to their head. If you're, usually people who rape are, they do it to, you get what I'm saying. They do it to people who are like, like weaker, who they feel like they can overpower because they have an issue with themselves and their power. So that's why I said the prey, P-R-E-Y, the prey of the world putting people to sleep. And to me, that line right there is probably the centerpiece for this entire verse and the entire song. And I want to get back to it at the end of me breaking the verse down. Uh, counting these bodies like counting the sheep. You know, that's kind of just trying to be, I'm in that point trying to be lyrical, you know, like counting sheep is you count sheep when you're falling asleep. The moms of the world want their children to keep. That's really self-explanatory. Um, because, you know, when, man, I, like when people die and get killed, like in these mass shootings, I think about like, what do those people's moms feel like? You know? Like, the guy who shot up a movie theater, like, like you just go into the movies, maybe with your friends or maybe with your parents, and then suddenly, like, you, you're not even expecting it, like, boom, you're gone. Like, someone just came in and blows it up. Like, maybe you were just saying bye to your mom right before that or something. Like, you never know, you know? So, the moms of the world want their children to keep. And then it goes, who we gonna blame? The news always hype up the fame. Like, the news is more concerned with what's famous than what's important. That's why I don't watch the news, by the way. The news is a waste of my time. I'm not watching the news. I don't watch Sports Center. I don't care what Stephen A. Smith has to say about Tom Brady picking his nose on the sidelines. Like, I don't care about any of that. Like, don't, it doesn't matter to me. But that's what the news is into. The news is into, like, what's famous. Like, what's going to be famous and cool. Not what's going to make our life better. So, let's start a family. Let's not start the flames. In, instead of us burning shit down and burning down other people and breaking down people, why don't we come together and bond over something? Everything twisted how I'm looking at the game. Soft-ass parents who shouldn't be giving names. Be giving names, meaning like there's people, in my opinion, and this is whatever, I don't care how this sounds, who should not have kids at the point that they had kids. Because, like... I have worked with kids and I'm not saying this is a part of this is not what I'm about to say is not affiliated with ASA Prime the program I work with this is not pertaining to that. I've worked with kids in other settings that have like I don't know how to explain it. I, I, honestly I'm not going to try and censor myself. Like they have issues. Like everybody has their issues but some kids I'm like, "Whoa, like this is not good. Like there's something wrong here." in the parenting skills of your parents. I don't know. If you've worked with kids, you will know what I'm talking about. And then you meet their parents and their parents suck. And you're like, Oh, I get that. Like I get it now. Soft ass parents who shouldn't be given names. And a lot of what I'm talking about has to do with like the youth, because I think that like, I think that like 
the way we grow up is is important and the way we raise our children and the way what we tell our kids and the way we we raise them is is what's going to happen in the future you know if we give our kids if we teach our kids like the value of hard work and the fact that they're not special unless they earn it you know you don't just get to be confident you have to earn confidence and then teach them how to earn confidence like stuff like that that would make our world a better place that would make our world a better place like i would love to know the psychology behind the parents who raised the mass shooters like the kid who shot up Isla Vista. Like, I want to know, what do his parents think? What do his parents think? It's like, wow, like, you know what I mean? Um, there's a really interesting movie that literally just came to my mind called Dead Man Walking. Oh, my God, that's a good-ass movie, man. Really good. It's about a guy. Oh, this is graphic. And I wouldn't suggest you watch this to you're older, but if you are older... I think most people watching this are over 18, so you can watch it. My bad. But uh, Dead Man Walking, dope-ass movie about this guy who's a... So the main character is a lawyer, and he is defending a guy. And the guy he's defending raped and killed a girl. Um, And... Wait a minute. It's not about a guy. It's about a the woman... There's this woman, and I don't think... Wait, what is she? She's either a lawyer or a nun. I think she might be a nun. She's a nun or something, or a pastor. I don't even remember. Something like that. It's a woman, and she's advising... She's visiting the guy who did the killing and the rape. And the parents of the girl, of the victim, like, they, like... You know, they used to, like, trust the nun, but then the nun comes to them and says, you know, I'm going to be, like, counseling the guy. Like, I'm counseling him. She wanted to tell them. And they were, like, heartbroken about it. Like, how could you do something? Like, anyway, sort of off topic, but really, that movie is probably what makes me think about um, all those other things that I just said about, like, parenting and stuff like that because the parents are involved. Anyway, go watch that movie, Dead Man Walking. Hella good. Hella good movie. Um, anyway, where was I? Soft-ass parents who shouldn't be given names. Why would you wear it if your name ain't James? That's kind of going back to the jersey line. Um, burning the jersey, like LeBron James is who I'm referring to. Um, and that, like, you know, honestly, I heard on Ed Milet's podcast. For those of you who don't know Ed Milet, he's an entrepreneur who I really love. Super successful. One of my favorite podcasts. He has a podcast where he talks about like politics and sports and how they don't matter really and how they like he doesn't care about them. And he's like, why would you wear a jersey with another man's name on it and care so much about a guy who's not going to affect your life? Like Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, maybe it's fun to watch, but that didn't change your life. That changed Tom Brady's life. So stop acting like it changed your life and it was this big thing for you. It wasn't. It was for him. And people who get way too invested in sports and aren't making a living off of it, like, it's not good. And you shouldn't be doing it. That's what Ed Milet was talking about. And I kind of use that concept to say the line, why would you wear it if your name ain't James? And it goes back to the burning line earlier. Uh, for all the real, real ones, I can understand your pain. Instead of bandwagons, let's hop on the planes. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. 
what can we do to change? We need to stop all this banter. Let's invest in ourselves. Let's not throw it at the dancers. This is okay. So those are all pretty self-explanatory. I won't go over that. The next two lines though. I can't stand when broke people claim that money the root of the cancer. Because if you really take a good look, then money might be the answer. I'll read that again. I can't stand when broke people claim that money the root of the cancer. Because if you really take a good look, then money might be the answer. When I recorded that line, I, I teared up. That line right there was the peak of like the emotions for me. Because I think it's really important to make money. And I want to make a lot of money. And that's what I'm trying to do. And I think that people who say money is bad and money is the root of all evil and money makes things worse, it, I think you're part of the problem. Because that's a stupid statement to say. That's stupid. Because money builds hospitals. Money builds schools. Do you want to live in a house or do you want to live under a bridge? If you want to live in a house or an apartment or under a roof, you need money. Would you like to drive a car? You don't need to drive a car. You know, you could walk everywhere. You could bike everywhere. Some people live in a city where you don't need a car. Like you live in San Francisco or New York. Sure, don't buy a car. But for everybody else, if you don't, if you need a car, you probably need some money to get that car, don't you? Do you like having a cell phone? You don't need a cell phone, but try and find somebody out there who doesn't really have a cell phone. I know one guy who doesn't have a cell phone. One. Ted Gross. That's the only person I know who doesn't have a cell phone. I don't know anybody else. And I know one other person who has a flip phone. His name's Nate Gross, Ted Gross's son. But everybody else has a freaking phone, a smartphone that you got to pay every month. And all you who say money's the root of the cancer, you got all those things. You probably got a car. You probably have a house. You probably have clothing. You probably have a phone. Oh, money's the root of the cancer? Well, why don't you sell all of those things and live naked in the forest then? You idiot. Like, that's how I feel about people who say money is horrible, money is evil. Money ain't evil. Money is not bad. It's whoever holds the money that controls the purpose of it. I think money is the root of all answers, not the cancer. And that goes back to the prey of the world putting people to sleep. And this is what the entire song is about. Real boss. If you're not fam, you cannot see me. They try to talk down, but they want to leave... Uh, Wait, if you're not fam, you cannot see me. They try to talk down, but they want to be me. Never put a hand out. No one need to feed me. Give them a little sum and they always get greedy. Like a real boss, how you really need to treat me, right? And the idea is be a boss. Be a real boss. A real boss takes care of his or her own responsibilities, gets their money, takes care of the bills, pays for people's food. If somebody needs money, they give it to them. Hey, you know, when somebody eventually down the road, when I become really wealthy, I'm going to invest in other people. I'm going to help people. If someone, hey, you know, my car, freaking this, freaking that, my car doesn't work. You know what, man? Here's a thousand bucks. Take care of everything in your car. Get your car back. You know, you're in debt. I'm going to help pay off your debt. Like that, like that's the kind of stuff I want to do with money. The prey of the world putting people to sleep. Strong people, confident people, real bosses aren't going to shoot up a movie theater. They're not going to shoot up a school. They're probably not going to kill or rape anybody. 
They're not going to steal from other people. That's the point of the song, y'all. Go get your money. Go help people. Be proud of yourself. Be strong. Be confident. Be the greatest version of you that you can be. Be a real boss. You know why? Because those are the people that affect the world. The real bosses of the world. You, me, us, this Big Talk Nation, Gifted by Choice Nation. We affect the world. Not, not the sports people. Not, the, not the, the athletes can. The athletes do. Now they're starting to. But you being in love with the athlete and grabbing his jersey and I love LeBron James, I love Kobe Bryant, I like those people too. I respect their work ethic, but I'm not going to burn their freaking jersey if they leave their team. You know, I respect Stephen Curry. He's a great guy, but I'm not going to, I don't wear anybody's jersey at all. You see me, I haven't worn a jersey in years, years. So instead of putting all your like focus and attention on shit that doesn't actually affect your life, why don't you put your attention on the stuff in your life that's actually going to help the other people in your life. Be a real boss. That's what the freaking song is about. And like, again, that's why I got so emotional on the last lines. I cannot stand when broke people talk about money. Don't tell me about money. You're broke. I don't even want to hear from you unless you're asking me about what I think or you're looking for ideas. Because I'll be honest with you, right? There's a difference between a poor person and a broke person. We all know that. I am personally am poor. I don't have a lot of money, right? Luckily, you know, I'm doing well. I'm doing fine for myself. I'm surviving, but I ain't broke. Broke is when you have a broken mindset. Because if you don't have a lot of money, but you're looking to get money and you're being a positive person, look, I'm a poor person, but I always strive to be a wealthy person. I strive to have that mindset. If you're a broke person, you don't have money and you have a crappy mindset. Oh, you know, I hate my job. Oh, you know, I'm always complaining. Oh, my boss doesn't like me. Or, oh, I have to wake up so early. Or, oh, I wish I had some other stuff going on in my life, but I just can't find the motivation to actually do anything with my spare time. You're broke. Stop being broke. Because like to me, the broke people of the world and the weak people of the world and the prey of the world, that's who put people to sleep. That, those are the people right there. Because strong-willed people don't feel the need to do that. You know what I mean? Like a strong-willed person isn't obsessed with the approval of others. Of course, like of course I want other people to like my music. And like... I want you to share my podcast. Of course, yes. It's a natural human instinct to look for approval in other people. But are you obsessed with it? Will you kill other people if you don't get it? Will you kill yourself if you don't get No. Don't do that. Are you going to do drugs if you don't? Are you going to drink? Are you going to drink and drive? You know what I mean? Are you going to rape somebody if you don't get approval? God, man, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, that's what gets me emotional is like, we talk about how bad money is and it's like, but what if we were like strong, wealthy people? Wouldn't that be better? You know? So 
I don't know, man. It's a complicated topic, but that's how I feel about it. I just feel like let's all be real bosses. Let's. And by the way, when I say real boss instead of a fake boss or boss, not a freaking Instagram boss who spends all his or her money on expensive things to make their Instagram pictures look cool. Not somebody who rents a car to make it look like you've got dope stuff going on when honestly you really don't have dope stuff going on. Not somebody who actually doesn't employ people. Not somebody who doesn't help people, who's just making money to make money. No. No. A real. By the way, not somebody who can barely pay their bills, but every time they get paid, takes all the money out of their check. <laughs> oh my God. When, I've seen this so many times. Sorry, I didn't really finish my thought, but I'm going to finish it here. Freaking the people who put, they go, they get their check or whatever they do. They go to the bank. They, they withdraw the money from their check, like the cash. They take all the cash. They go into their car. They put the cash on their lap and take a selfie video of them with all their money. And talk about how balling they are. Dude, you're not balling. <laughs> Real wealthy people do not do that. The only guy who I know who's really wealthy that does that, there's two people who flex well, there's a lot of people who flex hella hard. But the two people, the three people I know that flex really hard that are actually wealthy, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Cushman, and Andy Frisella. Those are the three people I know who really do flex, but they're actually doing it. Most of the other people you see that, like, if you know someone personally, they're probably not really on it. Because I know hella people who have done that. Hella people who have done that. They put it on Snapchat, they put it on Instagram, all that other shit. And honestly, they're not balling. They're not. They're not. Because if they were really balling, like if they really had it like that, they wouldn't feel the need to post a video of themselves with money on their lap for everybody else to see. Because when you do that, when you post something on Instagram or on social media, you're saying, I want people to see me. It is in some way, shape or form, right? For me personally, I'm a musician. I want other people to hear my music because I love making music and I want to make a living out of making music. And the only way to do that is if other people hear and see my music, right? But why would I need to flex all the money I have? Like, who do I need to prove to that I have hella money? And by the way, this goes for all those rappers too because we all know those famous rappers who flex with, with, with all the money and it's like, Okay, like, what are you trying to prove? Like, first of all, it doesn't motivate anybody. It doesn't motivate me. Second of all, what are you trying to prove? Like, why do you need to prove that you have hella money? For what reason do you need to prove that? We all know you're a rapper. You're famous. Like, of course you have money. To me, like, the famous people just don't do that. Like, Jay-Z said that in a song. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he was talking about how, like, it's foolish to hold that stack of money up to your ear like you're talking on your cell phone. It is. I agree. I think it's stupid. So the moral of the story, y'all, be a real boss. Be the greatest version of yourself. And just remember that the prey of the world put the people to sleep, put us to sleep. Fight away the weaknesses. You have weaknesses and it's okay to have weaknesses, but try your best to fight them so that you can really be the greatest version of yourself and make the world a better place. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll see you next week for episode 63. Peace. Pray of the world, put people to sleep. 
counting these bodies, like counting the shit. The moms of the world want their children and kids. Who we gon' blame? The news always hype up the fame. Let's start a family, let's not start the flames.